you see all the parades, you know, everybody's wearing red. Well, we want to see, you know, a parade in blue. It's, you know, bring something back to on the baseball side. So it's, yeah. I think everyone's super excited to, to get it going and, you know, see where it goes. All right, I am pumped now to welcome in Cole Reagans. Cole, first off, thank you for joining me. Really pumped to have you on, and congrats on all the success from last year, and it was so much fun to watch you down the stretch. So, Juan, I appreciate you hopping on, man. Yeah, no, thank you all for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. So let's start with with last year. You were traded before the trade deadline from the Rangers to the Royals and were one of the best pitchers in all of baseball during the second half. So what do you remember about the day that you were traded? Were you expecting it to happen? Like, take me back to that day and what was going through <laughs> your mind. Yeah, so I had actually just gotten called back up with Texas the night before. So I, <laughs> I was in Vegas with... Uh, I was in Vegas with Round Rock, got called back up. I think it was a Wednesday, maybe, Tuesday or Wednesday, get called up. So that afternoon, flying to Dallas the next morning, you know, wake up, go to the field, um, go out for stretch like a normal day. And when I had gotten optioned, I was told, because I started the year as a reliever, I was told when I got optioned that, hey, we're going to build you back up as a starter. And then I got called back up and none of the starters were hurt. So, you know, I didn't really know what my role was going to be. I kind of figured, yeah. you know, just the long relief, kind of like the role I had been in. Um, and so I go out for stretch. I come back in playing a little ping pong and I get told to go see uh, that Mike uh, Boach and CY wanted to see me in Boach's office. So I'm like, all right, you know, they're going to, I assume they're going to tell me just kind of what my role is, what the deal right. is, get called in. And then, um, you know, they tell me, Hey, we've made a move. We've uh, traded you to Kansas city. So then like, you know, come out of the office, um, you know, tell all the guys, call my wife, kind of tell her what's going on. So she can, uh, <laughs> she can start getting stuff ready. Um, and then, yeah, the next day flew to Kansas city, drove to Omaha and, kept building up as a starter did you have any idea not that that trade was going to happen on that day because obviously you didn't but did they tell you at all like hey your name's being thrown around in some potential moves we're trying to make some ads you had no idea no idea none I mean I knew I knew at the trade like when it would when it, the trade deadline was obviously coming I knew that Texas was going to make some moves right um obviously and uh just nobody really knew what the moves were going to be who was going to be involved or anything so it was just kind of definitely caught me a little bit by surprise like i said it was also like a month before the trade deadline yeah i remember that um so it was super early so definitely didn't expect it but like i said i knew that there was definitely going to be some moves made um before the deadline just didn't know who was going to be involved so you walk out and your your first phone call is to your wife yeah how'd that go um like hello and she knows every time i call her and i go i go what are you doing she knows that i have something to say <laughs> and so uh she's like what's going on and i was like uh, i just got traded and she goes what and i'm like yeah i just got traded and she, she's like where and i was like kansas city and then so she starts kind of 
you know, a little bit of panic just because we have to pack up everything, figure out where we're going to live, all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, it was, it was pretty, I mean, all I had ever known prior to that was Texas. So, uh, you know, she was, she had made friends of, with the wives and stuff. So it's definitely different for us, but you know, all the people in Kansas city, all the wives, the guys, they, you know, welcomed us yeah. open arms, you know, got used to everybody pretty quick. What finally, because once you got there, obviously the numbers were great. Your second half was awesome. And like I said earlier, one of the best pitchers in baseball, but it could have happened in Texas still. Like, was there a moment or, or do you remember where something just finally clicked for you? Like, was it an outing? Were you in a bullpen? Where was it or did it happen when you were like, aha, that's it. And just something clicked for you and you kind of felt like you figured something out. Yeah, I mean, I so I got traded over there, and uh, my first outing in Omaha, I I got I gave I think I gave up like eight hits, and six of them were to lefties. So you were started. So you started in your yeah, first outing. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. And so I get a I I the next day I come in and I go to um, the pitching coach in Omaha, and I kind of I'm like, hey, like, what is your thoughts on you know starting to kind of mess with a slider, like just something to you know, get a little more swing and miss, um, a little more movement than the cutter. Um, that way it just kind of helps against the lefties because lefties were just killing me. And so he talked to the guys up top. Um, they thought it was a great idea. It was one of the things they wanted to do when I came over. So we started toying around with a grip and, uh, you know, kind of went from there and then, you know, worked on it, finally found a grip. And then I got caught. I made a spot start uh, I want to say right after the all-star break against Tampa, oh, we had a double header and I mixed in a couple sliders there. Um, they were all right. And then I went back to Omaha, continued to work on it. I had a couple more starts on there and it finally started like, started getting really comfortable with it, you know, trying to, I, I felt like it was getting a little more consistent. And then right after the trade deadline, I got called up and I faced the Mets and it was really good that day. And yeah. I was like, all right, like this is, you know, kind of a little confidence boost um, with that pitch. And I felt like it really helped. It was just something I could go to to kind of get the swing and miss. And then, you know, as being in the, in the bullpen, like that was my first time ever being in the bullpen. It's a lot different than starting. Starting, you get that bullpen in between. You get yeah. the days in between to like kind of work on things. Where at the bullpen, it's like you got to be ready every day. And it's it's definitely, it's different. And, you know, I don't know if it was like, me getting the the few extra days in between like to work on stuff kind of helped just get mechanics a little more synced together stuff like that but felt like after that Mets outing it kind of you know got a little confidence from that and then just tried to run with it and then you know just focus on each outing with just trying to you know fill it up with it with my stuff and you know, yeah. just kind of run with it and it is it's tough to work on shit during the season, but especially tough to like, just come up with a pitch in the middle of the season. Is it something where like, are you, you gotta be pumped for this year. I imagine all off season, like you finally had time to, to work on it, you know? So how, how has this off season gone for, for you in the slider? Yeah, no, definitely still tweaking it. Like, you know, um, yeah. it's obviously off season throwing and bullpens are a lot different than like you get back to yeah. spring training, you, you get the adrenaline, your body's moving a little quicker than it has. Um, so it's kind of like right now, just like the fine tuning of, of 
you know the slider it's yeah. like all right it feels good you know the velo and movement are good it's just more so the command of it like hey like i'm just like right now i've been i'm just trying to get it to the down and away quadrant and to or down and glove side i guess and uh you know like sometimes it's you know middle away to a lefty instead yeah, of down and yeah. away and it's just like fine-tuning the feel of it again where like you have the adrenaline and your body's moving like that but no through the off season it was more so just try to build off of what we ended with um just you know i think my biggest thing was just the command of everything just trying to you know fine-tune the command of the stuff and especially the slider like just like all right i'm gonna you know put it in the zone take it out of the zone that kind of thing I think you're in a great place for you and your career has certainly taken off since you got to KC, but was it weird at all for you to watch the World Series last year and see the team that you were with a few months prior win the World Series? I wouldn't say weird. It was bittersweet. Like, I mean, those guys, I have guys over there that'll be friends from the rest of my life, you know, yeah. still talk to them. I texted them throughout the playoffs, you know, and those those guys are incredible people. I mean, I pulled for him every second i watched every single game of the playoffs from the first game to the last game yeah. i mean it's it was fun to watch especially you know obviously wish you could be there um but you know like i said those guys are awesome awesome people easy to root for easy to pull for so it wasn't wasn't anything you know i wasn't like pissed off or anything like that <laughs> so the the royals obviously are in a position where you're starting to be able to see the the light at the end of a tunnel of a rebuild. I think it was a, a great off season in my opinion, but it is still a team that is looking towards the future a bit. And I, I almost wonder, do you, do you get any sense of, of pressure after your second half, you're kind of looked at as like the ace of the future of this team. Is that something that you would take pride in? Is there pressure and feeling that already? This is really going to be like your second full season in the big leagues, you know? I wouldn't say feel pressure by any means. Um, you know, it's we've brought in some incredible players this off season. Um, I mean, some some guys that have been around, they've done it all. They've you know been on winning teams, won World Series, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I, I looking forward to definitely getting to know the guys that I don't know already, you know, well, and watch what what they have and what they do every day and. Um, definitely wouldn't say any any pressure really you know it's more excitement like I'm excited yeah. to you know have I guess you know I'm excited to compete you know it's yeah. we brought in these guys to compete to win to get back to the playoffs um, and so I, I'd say more more excitement than anything just because it's you know we have a completely different team than last year it's 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 going to be fun I've been extremely vocal about the Royals and how much um, they deserve a lot of credit for their handling of the offseason, in my opinion. It's it's easy to, you know, the team lost 106 games last year, and it'd be easy to say, well, five new additions or 10 new additions isn't going to win us a World Series, so really why would we do it? But they went out and added a ton of pieces and I think deserve a ton of credit for making the team competitive and uh, taking a big step in the right direction. What does it do for the locker room and the energy in the locker room, when you see the team in front office making all these moves and announcing new stadiums and stuff outside of it and locking down a stud like Bobby Witt Jr. Like what does that do for, for the team itself? Yeah. I mean, I think you can definitely feel the excitement in the locker room. You know, you walk in there hanging out with the guys every day. You, I, I definitely think you can feel it. Everybody's excited to, you know, get it going and, and, you know, show everyone what we're about. 
Um, you know, all the new guys, I think they're excited. Um, you know, you, a guy like Bob, I mean, locking him down, that guy is uh incredible player, even better, you know, human being. Yeah. Um, he's awesome. Um, and getting to watch him play every day. And, you know, I mean, talk about bringing back winning baseball to Kansas City. It's you look across the parking lot, you have the Chiefs who, I mean, year in and year out the past, I mean, what is it, three Super Bowls in the past five years, yeah. I think. So it's, you know, you see all the parades of red. And I think Bob said something about this in a somewhere I saw. It's like you see all the parades, you know, everybody's wearing red. Well, we want to see, you know, a parade in blue. It's, you know, bring something back to, on the baseball side. So it's, yeah. I think everyone's super excited to, to get it going and, you know, see where it goes. Speaking of that guy's a, he's going to be an absolute superstar in the league. Also friend of the show came on last year. What is, what do you think that guy's ceiling is? I mean, he looks to be the makings of a, a superstar. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, it's one of the most special players I've ever seen play baseball. It's, wow. it's incredible. Like he is on every aspect, whether it's, you know, on the bases in the batter's box in the field, it's, you know, behind the scenes, the work he puts in every day, the attitude he brings to the field every day is, is incredible. I mean, he's, he's the perfect guy to, you know, yeah. build around for the future. It's, it's, I mean, unbelievable person. Speaking and of obviously player. Yeah, I mean, guy got a massive extension. Speaking of extensions, we got to get you locked up, man. Any talk with the Royals about getting you extended? Come on. No, no talks. No talks. <laughs> on the other, then there's a guy like um, uh, Salvi Perez, so who's a veteran, also a friend of the pod. Um, what's it like having him to lean on? A veteran catcher, a guy that's been around forever, caught so many uh guys and and to be able to lean on a guy like that at the end of his career and at the beginning of your career I can only imagine helps you a lot yeah I mean you see what that guy's done in his career I mean he's seen it all and he's seen it all with the same team he's been to the world series with Kansas City he's been on the you know teams where they've struggled stuff like that it's uh he I mean he's fun to fun to throw to big target knows what he's doing back there um i mean the kind of person he is i've i've tried to beat him to the field and i i feel like i can't beat him to the field in the morning like it's even in in spring training right now it's like i'm trying to i try to get there you know pretty early and every morning it's like he beats me there and i'm like you know i'm try 15 minutes earlier in the morning nope he's still there and it's you know he's one of the first ones there last one to leave um works so hard always in the best mood um you know he all he wants to do is win and you know that's what it, i feel like a guy that is you know the captain the leader of the team that's what you want is a guy who's who works hard wants nothing more than to win and you know he's always in a good mood he's also like the nicest guy in the world which is just really the nicest it's really cool to see. Yeah. Cole, I want to I want to step back a bit and and talk about 2016. You were drafted in the first round back in 2016. What was uh what was draft day like for you? Talk to me about that day. Um you know, I didn't really know where I was gonna gonna go. My, you know, obviously your agent kind of tells you, you know, yeah. hey, look in look in this area, these picks, like these, you know, these teams. Um I had met with Texas earlier in my high school season you know but after the dinner I didn't hear anything you know didn't hear anything else from him so 
you know, just didn't know. Like, obviously, what uh, Cole Hamels was who I kind of modeled my, you know, game after a little bit, and he was the Texas Rangers. So I was like, that'd be kind of cool. But, yeah, I mean, that night or that day, you know, I, I think draft started. I watched the first couple picks, and then I uh, – I, pretty sure I was like playing wiffle ball with my brothers in the backyard. Like, cause I mean, the first day takes a while. There's a lot of yeah. time in between picks and stuff. And it's like, I knew I wasn't going anywhere in the, you know, I didn't even know first round was kind of, you know, questionable. Yeah. So I would like come and go and, you know, it got to like, I think it was pick 27. My agent calls me and he's like, Hey, you know, this is what they have to offer. Um, and I was like, all right, like, that sound, sounds great. And so I, I get off the phone and my mom's like, well, I'm like, just watch, you know, like just and then pick 30 comes around, <laughs> pick 30 comes around and, uh, you know, Texas took me and it was exciting. We didn't have like a, you know, big group of people. It was like my mom, um, my mom, my brothers, um, my now wife, and that was really about it. So it wasn't a big group. We just didn't know what, what was going to happen that day and, you know, kind of went with it. That's cool. And that was in 2016, but you didn't end up making your debut until 2022. What was your, yeah. what was your minor league journey? Like I was in the minors for five years. It is an absolute grind. <laughs> what, what would, what was your journey like in the minor leagues? Were there a lot of ups and downs or was it difficult to, to keep pushing up through the organization or what was your journey like? Yeah, no, I mean, so first year, first spring training, 17, you know, work hard all off season, get to spring training and like a weekend, they're like, hey, you're not breaking camp with a full full season team. You're going to stay in extended. I'm like, oh, like, all righty. Well, let's get used to Arizona. And uh, so I stayed in extended, stayed in extended, went to Spokane short season, um, went there, you know, had a you know, you look at like ERA and stuff. It wasn't a terrible year, but had a lot of walks. It was like, I would, I had a few times where like walk three, punch out two and get a pop-up and get out of it. You know, so <laughs> a lot of walks struggled with command. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, went to instructs that year, uh, went home. I was like, all right, I want to put on some weight, you know, get a little stronger, try to gain a little velo. Um, Come in for spring training of 18, and I make it to, I don't know, we're, we're in March. It's like mid-March, I'd say, and yeah. I have like an inner squad that day, and I, my arm is like, I'm like, holy cow, like something's wrong. But maybe it's just, you know, the I've been throwing a lot more, you know, a oh, lot more no. intensity. Like maybe it's one of those things in the bullpen, get to the game, and I'm throwing like 85, and I'm like, my arm's killing me. Like something yeah. is something up so called the trainer out there you know go get an mri fully torn and like blown up elbow um get surgery at the end of march go all you know stay in arizona get a place out here um go through my whole rehab you know go through spring training it was great spring training was awesome of 20 that was 2019 spring training so i get to see all the guys i haven't seen all, all my buddies yeah. that you know went went to a full season club and all of that and uh they all leave and then it's like oh this sucks like all oh, my buddies are gone again yeah. and uh but it's also like i'm getting off the mound at this time so it's kind of getting exciting yeah get to 
it's probably I can't remember if it's it's like beginning of May. I'm just finishing live BPs. I'm two days away from being in a game. I have a touch and feel. Throw like six pitches. Arms killing me again. And I'm like, right. I I like just stop throwing after like six fastballs. And I say, you know, I go to the trainer or the rehab staff that are standing down there, kind of watching. And I'm like, hey, like you know, something's not right. Arms hurting again. Um, and so he stopped, got an MRI, tore it again. And it wasn't as bad as the first time, but yeah. still torn enough. So Dr. Meister, who did both of my surgeries, you know, we talked to him and sit down with him and the medical staff. And, you know, he's like, you got two options, essentially. Like, you can do the shutdown where it's like eight weeks, no throw, PRP injection type thing, see where it's at. Or you can have surgery all over again and go through the whole process. And so... I, uh, I'm like, listen, doc, like I want you to, I, I told him, I was like, I want you to tell me whatever I do, I want to be done with rehab. Like if it takes eight weeks and then I get to throw again and it's going to, and you know, for a fact, like I'm going to be good. Or if it's, you have to open me back up and I go through the whole process all over again and you know, I'll be good. Then you tell me. And he was like, let me go back in there and, you know, redo the surgery. And so end of, or mid May of 19 had surgery again. Uh, where are you at to mentally? Go home. Where are you at mentally right there? Oh my, right there. I'm like, am I ever going to throw a baseball again? Yeah. Like at that point, it's like, it's like, I mean, I'm just, I'm like, honestly, I'm pissed off. Like, I'm like, yeah. why? Like, this sucks. Um, so I, but I get to go home for a month after I had the second one just to like get a breather, get out of Arizona. You know, me and my wife had bought a house at, in january of 19 we got married in november of 18 bought a house in 19 so it was like we had this new house at home we were starting to like we had furnished it a little bit like during christmas or sorry we bought it in january we had furnished it a little bit um after i got surgery in may so and then like we're home for that month kind of furnishing it you know doing whatever and it's like we get to enjoy it and kind of get a breather away from arizona then I come back out here and it's, you know, just kind of going through it all over again. Like, it's like I can't lift weights. I'm in the brace, you know, just kind of monotonous of, you know, go to the field, do these exercises in the yeah. brace, let them massage it out. You know, I wasn't a guy like some guys come out, some guys come out of the brace and it's like instant full range of motion. I was never that guy. Like I yeah. came out of the brace and it's like, holy cow, each little bit that they unlocked my brace. It was like, that's as far as I can go. Like it hurts if you keep going and, yeah. you know, had to work on it. Uh, but go through it all again, you know, get to spring training of COVID of the COVID year, not knowing what COVID is at the yeah. time. Um, and then they, uh, you know, they cancel spring training, the season, all that. And so it's like, they're like, all right, just go home. And so we're out here and me and my wife, we literally get a U-Haul trailer, put her car on it and pull it with my truck all the way back to Florida from Arizona. Good. And Lord. so it's like miserable drive, by the way, never doing it. Again. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we got, you know, COVID got to spend at home. I was kind of already like by that time, you know, March of, of 20, it's like I'm 10 months in. So it's like I'm starting to throw and stuff. Yeah. I got a throwing program. So when I go home, it's, you know, it was it was nice. It was like a nice breather. Like, yeah, you know, you can't really do much because of COVID, but I'm getting to live at home. All my buddies that, you know, play baseball and live around 
where I'm from, you know, they were home. So it was like, you know, yeah. wake up, go work out, go throw. It was almost like an off season, like schedule. And so it kind of, it, it was nice. It definitely helped. Like I would, you know, obviously send video to the training staff, stuff like that. And, uh, but I think COVID really helped just by like getting out of Arizona of uh, the same thing every day. It was like, all right, well now I get to go, like, it's like an off season, just in the middle of the summer instead of in the middle of the winter. Yeah. Good and Lord. So, yeah. And then, you know, 21, I come into spring training, ready to go. I go, I go to instructs 2020 and like, I'm on the mound. And so, um, that was like, you know, felt good. Got to go home for a normal off season, come yeah. in 2021, you know, normal full go out of rehab, Good. um, break with high a hickory. I go there and that was the year where like, uh, big league spring training, minor league spring training were not together at the same time. It was like, I think minor league spring training, we started like, I don't think our season started until like May. So it was like April, I think when we came out for spring training, yeah. something like that. And, uh, you know, went to, went to high a through pretty well, good enough to, you know, get called up to double a, uh, halfway through the season. Um, go there struggle bad like body's just it's like first full season essentially body yeah. is my body is in shambles and i'm <laughs> like holy cow and uh go to the off season um come in 22 you know stronger you know got a full season under my belt body feels better than it ever has go back to double a for two months throw well go to triple a had like started off really good, had like three starts in a row that were kind of rough and then got yeah. back on track. And then somebody got hurt in the big leagues and got called up at, in August of 22. That's awesome. What was that? What was that call? Like how did, how did it happen? Freaking nervous. I was <laughs> bawling my eyes out. Like I was like, we were actually, we had just, I was in round rock and my wife travels with me. And so we were in Sugarland. It was a Tuesday um sugarland is like two two and a half hours from round rock so me and my wife just drove her car to sugarland she was going to spend the week since it was so close and you know go through a normal day tuesday um it was actually the dallas keichel was making his first start with uh texas and in, in uh, sugarland it was him versus lance mccullers and sugarland it was like it was pretty cool pretty cool like matchup and you know we go watch the game come in after the game and then we sit down um like uh my manager and round rock at the time he was like hey like quick team meeting you know i got something to say and everybody's kind of like you know i everybody knew that somebody like one of the starters in the big leagues had gotten hurt but yeah. the team meeting was like what's you know i don't know if it's a, it's about that like nobody really knew and uh we sit down and he starts like telling a story about like you know, everybody's got a different road, all this stuff. And then he like says something and I knew it was directed towards me. Like just by, it was like, there's nobody else in the room that's had this kind of thing happen. Yeah. And it, I, my heart, my heart starts like racing. I'm like, holy cow, like it's happening. And then <laughs> my wife's obviously there. So I call her and then I'm freaking ner just nervous wreck, start crying my eyes out. Uh, and then that night it's like, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to sleep like they had a day game the next day texas did so we were in sugarland it was like three and a half hours it's like 11 p.m we just packed our stuff and drove to dallas got in at like 2 30 in the morning i was like i'm not gonna be it's either 
I sleep for like three and a half hours after I get there, or I'm going to lay here and have to wake up at 6 a.m. and get like an hour <laughs> of sleep. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. Where were the, uh, where were the nerves at your first outing in the big leagues? Super nervous all the way until I stepped on the field to play catch pregame. And then oh, I was yeah. just kind of like, just kind of like this, like relaxing, like, you know, this is what I've been waiting for my whole life. This yeah. is what you dream of. It's like, you know, obviously nerves, but like a calming nerves. But prior to getting out there, I'm like, I could, I have, my hands are shaking, like extremely nervous. Yeah. We got a couple of fun questions for you before we finish up first. All right. Favorite stadium that you've gotten to play in so far in your career? Wrigley. What just every time history? I every time I've been to Wrigley, it's been the perfect weather, like blue skies, not a not a cloud in the sky, sun's out, it's like seventy five degrees and it's sold out. Every just time wait I've until y'all inevitably will end up there in like early April or something and it'll be, <laughs> it'll be a bit different. Yeah. Or I take that back. I went there early in the year with Texas last year and it was cold, but it was like no clouds, sun out. So it was like, once yeah. you got out there, you kind of like you're, you broke a sweat pretty quick. Yeah. But it's just always been the nicest weather when I've been there. What about the contrary? Least favorite stadium you've gone to? Oakland. Yeah. That's 90% yeah. of the answers. It's either always yeah. Oakland or somewhere where a guy just gets like rocked or can't get a knock anytime he's there. Oakland. I will say I like Oakland's mound because it's huge. What is something that most baseball fans do not know about Cole Reagans? Most baseball players I feel like are pretty good at golf. I am absolutely terrible at <laughs> golf. Like it's, it's very bad. Have you ever, uh, I have a lot of, uh, a lot of buddies that throw left-handed that golf right-handed. Maybe you're golfing on the wrong side. Do you golf yeah. left right-handed? I golf left-handed, but I do do a lot of stuff. Like I write right-handed, eat right-handed. Switch it around. Anything underhand is right-handed. It's like the only thing lefty is like uh, anything overhand, anything I swing and anything I kick. Maybe you're just golfing on the wrong side of the <laughs> <Yeah>. tee. <laughs> I've tried to golf right-handed and it's, I mean, it really can't be any worse than I golf left-handed, but <laughs> it feels worse. What are your, for yourself personally, what would you say your career goals are? I'd love, I mean, obviously biggest one would be win a world series where, you know, I'm a part of it. I get to, you know, be there. I get to pitch in the world series, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, I mean, winning is fun. Like there's nothing nothing compares to just winning it's it's the you know you're winning you're having a blast it doesn't matter what's going on it's it's just it's unbelievable feeling dude by the way your teammates now with my guy Vinny Vinny P oh. went to ODU <laughs> like I did how much of a character is that guy <laughs> oh Vinny's the man we and him actually have got to face each other a few times in lives <laughs> uh this spring so far and it's it's always great that's because awesome. I faced him in double A in 21 and I I could not get the guy out. Yeah, but you I didn't feel... have a slider yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For real. I was like, golly, dude, I'm throwing this guy like up and in and he's just filleting me over third base for doubles. My <laughs> God. Like, uh, but yeah, he's awesome. He's Cole, awesome. I appreciate you for joining me, man. This has been a lot of fun. Good luck in, in spring training. Good luck when you break camp with the team. Uh, rooting for you and uh, always a friend of the pod, man. Come back on whenever you want. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. This has been awesome. I appreciate it.
Thanks again to Cole Reagans for, for joining. Big fan of his. Big fan of his. Didn't know um, a ton about his journey through the minors, but hearing hearing the Tommy John and getting back to the point where you're like, I don't know, I just always, I've, I've been around a lot of guys going through that journey. And right as you get close to the end of it, when the light at the end of the tunnel is there, you can just see their whole demeanor change. So for him to get to that point and then have it happen all over again and then get to the point and then COVID hit, it's just like a, a wild, wild journey for him and, and um, really, really rooting for him and his success. Really pumped he had such a good second half last year and uh, hope he continues that. And if he does, uh, he's going to be in contention for some Cy Young Awards in his career for sure. So. I uh, hope you all enjoyed that as much as I did. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, hit that subscribe or follow button. It really helps. Also can watch wherever you want to watch YouTube, Spotify, and we're on all social media at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. But that does it for this episode, my friends. Until next time, thank you all for listening. <laughs>